Episode 51 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook. Oh, and another and, Spectrum 192, right, J. Matt Rupar? Yes, sir. Am I missing it? Oh, there's a double, the WILI YouTube channel, of course. Uh, Hometown Threads comes your way every week. Big thanks to our sponsor, our fine sponsor, Liberty Bank B Community Kind with three great local locations. West Main Street, Willimantic, Gateway Commons, across the street from the radio station, 679 Main Street, and right up the street, Route 195 in Mansfield, Liberty Bank B Community Kind. J. Matt Rupar, if you wouldn't mind. Say hello to the fine folks. Hello. Here we go. Episode right. 51, and it's a pleasure to bring in another DeVivo. Gee, I may have to get John in soon. And oh, as we yeah. were just talking about, I had, I had Tom, of course, the mayor, uh, probably about a year ago. We talked about the old days of Willie Waste. Mayor Tom. Now we bring in another D. I had Tommy. I call him Mayor Tommy D. He said, I have permission to call you Timmy D, right? Oh, right? well, t- he is the big brother, so he gets, you know, first choice. And, you know, hold on. This is a Liberty Bank. I got to hold their pen instead of the other Oh, one. yeah. I better get this. Uh, what am I holding for? for? you know, the, the family over there. <laughs> now you hold that one. I'll, I'll, exactly. Uh, I'll uh, just pick up another pen. Anyway, so yeah, it's weird because I thought I had your number in my phone. I don't know why I didn't, but I, uh, I texted Mayor Tommy D, and I guess he so used to me calling him Mayor Tommy D. I was about to. Te- I had already texted you Timmy D. And Tom fired back. Goes, you can call him Timmy too. I said, oh, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Tim DeVivo in here, the owner of the Wyndham Golf Course. Yep. Congratulations on that. I know you've seen. Thank you. you. I've seen you before. You know, since then you played. That's right. I played at that. Uh, that was the Rotary Tournament back yes. in. It was a great time. the The weather was the weather was cooperative, and uh, there was uh, uh, how many how many people would you say played that? We had 120 people for that turnout. It was for the Rotary Club. Oh, that's and, great! Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Great, yeah. great event. And uh, it was a scramble, and uh, you guys do that every year, right? Yeah, we're, this is our second. We'll be going on our third year, and uh, we do it as a major fundraiser for the Holy Family Shelter over on Jackson Street. That's right. That's right. Now, uh, of course, not only owning the Wyndham Golf Course, but you're also active in the Rotary. You just brought up the Rotary. Yes. So you, been, you do that as well these days. Been a member for 25 years, and we meet every Tuesday at Fairways Bar and Grill, the golf course. That's right. <laughs> and uh, right now, Anita Sebastian is our president. Who will be in here uh, following Hometown Threads. Well, she goes to go. the neighborhood with uh, with Ernie. Yeah, she's been doing a great job. And last year we had Angela Smart, another Liberty, Liberty Bank. Bank across yeah, the street yeah, here from it. the radio station. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're a smaller group now, um, as most clubs are. But we're active every week, and we're always doing something for the community. Now, along with Wyndham Golf Course, Rotary, what else does Tim DeVivo do? Or is that, I know it's, it's, that's a lot already, but am I missing anything? Well, happily married for 33 years to Carrie and uh, have four kids. They're all adults now. I got one left. Name their kid. Name the kids. Uh, How old are they? Geez, what are they? <laughs> Brianna's 29. Don't mean to put you on Julie the spot. Julia's 26. <laughs> it could be. Christina's 25, and Nolan's 22. And, uh, wow. you know, they're all getting out there and. Uh, the world and starting their careers. Do they golf? Nolan does. Nolan, and that's And my okay. Christina goes out there and has a few cocktails and hits the ball around. Very and nice. uh, Julia will drive a cart, and Brianna, nope, nothing. 
All right, all right. Um, you just mentioned uh, before Fairways Bar and Grill. Of course, yes. you know, connected to the Wyndham Golf Course, a great place to dine as well. Yeah, thank and, you. And uh, do a great job over there as well. Uh, Rochelle, does she run the trip Rochelle over there? Campbell, she's a fantastic general manager for us, and um, she's been with the course before I purchased it for about four or five years now, and uh, she's got a fantastic team underneath her, and she's doing a great job, and we're doing a lot of improvements to get open for next year. Excellent, excellent. We're very, and uh, we'll, we'll get more into the Wyndham yeah, Golf Course yeah, okay. because I want to ask about the, the simulators, which is the talk of the town yeah. uh, these days. With uh, my father, who uh, just left for a little vacation, when he when he comes back, he's like, "We got to go up there and play with the simulators." So we're very excited about that. Uh, Tim DeVivo, owner of the Wyndham Golf Course, with us. I just mentioned uh, uh, before that we had Mayor Tom DeVivo on about a year or so ago here on Hometown Threads to talk about the old days of Willie Waste. And then, of course, Brother John, who I just saw Saturday night, is a member of the Knights of Columbus with me here in Willimantic Council 14. Me too, me too. <laughs> oh, sorry, you a knight? I'm a knight. Geez, I totally oh, that's for, right. You don't get why my Why don't you start coming to our meetings? Well, I, I do. <laughs> I went to the coat drive. That's right. Well, I thought you were just and there well, for the Well, that rotary. was rotary, but I was there as a knight, I too. totally forgot. I don't know if John yes. to, ever but told John, me that. John, you know, he, they want my $40 every year. So. Oh, pay your dues. That's it. It's due now. I noticed John. <laughs> I know. I just figures. got mine. Exactly. Anyway, so let's let's go back, as I do with a lot of my guests, especially when I have somebody in here that uh, grew up in this community, such as, you know, you and myself. Um, I, I take it you, uh, because your sister Gina is my sister's age, did you grow up going to St. Mary's, St. Joseph's as well? No, no. Uh, it's a great story. Gina that did. Whole thing. I, Gina yeah. and then John and Bridget. Um, so after uh, Mayor Tommy D and Timmy D went to Wyndham Public Schools, you did. parents said, you know what? You guys cause too many problems. Your kids, are, your siblings will get taken advantage of and uh, I shouldn't say take advantage of or they'll be not looked at the same light so they sent them off to private schools so really so Tommy D and Timmy D go to public school yep. and then they uh, they changed it up starting with John then exactly or you go John Bridget it goes Bridget, uh, John, Bridget John Bridget John Gina. Gina yeah so starting with Bridget they went to the, they, they shipped her off to the ah. Baltimore school well, you guys turned out all right. Yeah, you and we're Tom. doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're all, right. all right. So you grew up going. Oh, so, yeah. So I actually started off. Um, I was actually my first year in kindergarten. I was in the uh, ECSU pre-kindergarten class that they had over on Wyndham Street. It's not, the building's torn down now, but it was like the first one that they opened the first year. Okay. And so right. I guess you go back 55 years ago. Gotcha. Not to age myself. <laughs> and, uh, then I went to Noble School. That All was right. fantastic. Yeah. remember walking to school every day with Mike Connors and Ronnie Dion, hiked down the hill and, uh, you know, did our best to be late for school. <laughs> Even in the snow, where <laughs> these days the uh, you have a dusting of snow and there, it's everyone goes back to bed. Meanwhile, there was like over a foot of snow. And we'd all st they would they wouldn't close the doors. We'd no, go to school exactly. So. And then, uh, and I pride myself. So then I went to Kramer School. On oh, okay, no tapping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about then, to grab uh, that Liberty Bank. Yeah, that that's <laughs> it. Um, so Kramer School from fifth to eighth, and then Wyndham High School. Then 
went across the street to Eastern. So actually, I had oh. all my formal education off of High Street. Wow. How about so that? That's a pretty neat little tidbit. For finished at Eastern, too? Finished at Eastern. Met my lovely wife. How'd you meet and, Carrie? Uh, Tell us about that. <laughs> well, what story do you want to hear? Her story <laughs> or my story? <laughs> Both. Let's so, tell your story. <laughs> uh, so we played uh, intramural sport. I played intramural sports with one of her best friends. Um, to this day, she's still a good friend with Kathy Hernarski. Okay. And uh, we were both taking winter intercess courses, and we met in um, Schaefer Hall. And so she introduced us, and we had literally just both broken up from other uh, relationships. And so I said, hey, let's go to Bellarney's. And we went to Bellarney's, and then the rest is history. Wow. Schaefer Hall, that's why I went to nursery school. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you were down there. Oh, wait a second. I'm not that old. <laughs> but anyway, so it also, Blarney is a special spot. Yeah, special nice. spot. Exactly. That's great. Never carved our names in the booth, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah never uh-huh. did that. Okay, so uh, what year? Uh, I know you said 33 years. So, so I graduated. Oh, uh, well, what year was I married? Hold on. I got to do the math. <laughs> 33, on that one. 20, but no, 24. My graduated uh, high school in 81. Then um, took a couple years off. Went on a trip out west to California and spent a couple of years out there just Doing trying work. to. Uh, interestingly enough, I made stunt kites in San Diego. You know the ones that you control the two really? hands and you do all the loops and tricks. Yep. The name of it was called Hyper Kites, okay. and uh, down on Balboa Park in San Diego, and I did that for almost two years. It was the most exciting time of my life. So was it totally unplanned? Like you said, I'm just going out to California and uh, live for two years and find whatever I find as a, a occupation? Pretty much. Just went out west, and, you know, you're supposed to do that when you're... Uh, I didn't get married until I was 39. That was the same so way. There you go. I and, uh, moved around doing radio a lot. We yeah. just hit the road, and I woke up on a, uh, a floor and looked outside one morning and saw a sign someone was putting up, Help Wanted. Went down there, applied for it, and got the job that afternoon, and... The rest is history. So I did that for almost two years while I was out there. It was a lot of fun. Now, let me ask you this. So you said only two years out in San Diego, which is one of the probably they called America's most beautiful city. Yeah. What made you? I know friends and family are all back here. Was that what brought you? So I actually East? drove out west with my cousin Bob. And the original intent is my other cousin, Donnie. Um, the repass is there from East Hartford was in the Navy, and he was getting out of boot camp, and we figured we'd go out there for a couple weeks right before he graduated. And then he was thinking he'd get stationed there. Ironically, we get out there. We had a great time on the beach and hanging out. He gets relocated to New London, Connecticut. No. <laughs> and we said, well, we're not going back to Connecticut. Let's stay out here in San Diego. <laughs> and we then waved, bye-bye. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. No, so he goes back to New just, London. You guys stay in San Yeah, Diego. so my cousin Bob and I, uh, we stayed there. My cousin was into construction, and we slept in a van for a couple months. But, uh, really? Yeah, we had a great time. It was just those things you do when you're young and dumb. It was the mystery machine, Scooby-Doo? Yeah, well, it was an old <laughs> beat-up green machine. Did you go on tour of the Grateful Dead, too? <laughs> uh, we went to one dead show, oh, no question about that. We uh, did a lot of hiking and camping out there, oh. and it was just a wonderful place to be. And I know Wayno, talk, Wayno talks about being from Southern California all the time. It's I've everything been to L- he says. I've been to L.A. a bunch of times. I know Wayno lived outside of L.A. I've, I have a Good, very good friend of mine who does mornings at a station out in Northern California in the uh, in the uh, Bay Area. 
I've never been to Northern California, and I haven't been to San Diego, but I've been to Los Angeles. So San Diego's on my bucket list. Now. Two different worlds. Oh, no yeah, question no, about definitely. it. So actually, at the end of my uh, expose out there, I spent two months in San Francisco with a couple guys from Willimantic that I knew wow. out there. That's crazy. Dave Davis and Dan Brown. So what happens? Okay, so you do that for two years. You, uh, oh, so what, uh, what brought you back? So I just really, at the end of the day... Uh, <laughs> my father on uh, Thanksgiving of the year, Doug Flutie threw his Hail Mary oh, pass. I remember that. We were watching it and uh, called home to say Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And he's like, so you had enough, kid? I said, I looked around and said, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't have enough money to fly home. So back then you can get flights for 99 bucks. So he wired me 100 bucks. I got on a plane. I was home in a week, enrolled at Eastern that January. Oh, okay. So that's right before Easter. So yeah, you did the uh, exactly uh, did my travel time and had a, you know. So got you did it the travel time right out of high school. Yeah, yeah. right out of high school. And, and if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna get up, it's probably my only advice is you know follow your dreams and aspirations, and you never know where the world's gonna take you. It's a great quote. Put that, put that in writing. So okay, you come back, you enroll at Eastern. Now you you do all four years. You graduate at East. At, what was it ECSU or was it still ECSC yeah. back then? ECSU. Okay, so just, just trained oh yeah to the university. So you complete, graduated in '89. Complete your higher education at Eastern Connecticut State University. Now what for and, Tim DeVivo? Well, then I got married. You got married, yeah, but Carrie Carrie graduated in '90, so we were a year apart. Was she, was she going? To, oh, she went to Eastern, right? She went. That's yeah. where we met. That's for Hall. It's that's okay. Right, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the sports. That's yeah, right. Yeah, and then. Um, so then we at that point I had a house out in South Windham. And so we got married in 92 mm -hmm. and had our first child in 90, 95. Okay, but... You should remember that, you, right? You should. 95. Now, you graduate Eastern, you get married to Carrie, you have a kid. What are you, are you already working for the family business? So at that point, point, yeah, I had, uh, I used to run DeVivo's Warehouse. Remember going there as That's a little right, kids? I forgot about DeVivo's Yeah, I used Warehouse. to do that when I was in college. I worked Saturdays and Sundays, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it didn't... It wasn't fun getting up early in the morning on the weekends yeah. as a college student, but, you know, got up every day and sold all sorts of merchandise. And I forgot about the Vivo's Warehouse. Now, where was that uh, located again? So if you go down, if you're, it was, uh, back then it was called Columbia Avenue. And so it was the road right before the recycling plant. Oh, right before? Yeah, uh, right after the Chronicles Road. Okay. And then so it was up in the corner there, the old handicap ramp. That would bring it up there. And I did that for actually all four years while I was in college. I worked oh. every Saturday and Sunday. You and, and Tom? No, Tom actually, he, at that point, he was married and had kids, and he was working for the uh, recycling business. So Tom was already, okay. Tom was already established in the world and on his <laughs> way to great fame in politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then, not to get off, uh, I want to come back to DeVigo's warehouse yeah, for a okay, second. Yeah. Did, did Tom know early on that he wanted to get in like i mean early on like around the time frame we're talking about now that he wanted to get involved with local politics or you know what? i don't want to really speak for him but right. i think we were brought up by two strong parents jim and mary lou and our father was always active in politics he was an alderman and on the school board and my mother was always pushing us to you know give back to the community and you know if you're here you know always lend a hand so i think all of us John, Bridget, Gina, myself, and yeah. Tom, we were brought up to be civic-minded, and uh, I think once Tom got the bug, 
the rest is history. I'm very proud of you. Uh, all you DeVivos do so much for the, for the community. We're so uh, Thank you. so lucky. To so be. do you, Rice's. DeVivos and Rice's have had a long-time connection. Exactly. So, uh, Tim DeVivos with us here at Hometown Threads, episode 51 uh, on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM, and Willimantic Today Facebook and Spectrum Channel 192, brought to you by Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Back to DeVivo's warehouse, because I want you to, let's reminisce a little for people. That's a big reminisce. For people yeah. that aren't familiar or don't remember, there's a lot of people that are transplants here that don't know DeVivo's warehouse. Give us the, roughly, I don't want to put you on the spot, from when to when was it open, and, and what, what kind of stuff did you guys uh, have at DeVivo's warehouse? So, originally, our dad um, had an empty warehouse space, and he didn't know what to do with it, and he thought it would be cool to have some sort of flea market. And so originally it started off as DeVivo's Flea Market. And he sort of mirrored a little bit of what they did up at the Mansfield. Uh, I was about drive-in. to say, is it like that? Yeah. It's similar, but we were indoors. So he said, I'll just do Saturdays and Sundays. And he used to rent out little corner booths. Yeah. And there was some old-time coin dealers, Tony Baroni, and all sorts of neat individuals that sold all sorts of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't say it that way, but you know, I mean, it's just yeah, you can now. It's flea market <laughs> stuff. No, I mean, they're, they're actually, all, you'd be surprised. My wife and I love to go to these it's things. It's great stuff, yeah. and I don't, you know, I mean, it's just stuff you don't need. But that being said, um, at that juncture, we didn't really, you know, we got probably maybe 10 or 15 vendors that were there every week, and it sort of teetered off. And our father said, you know what, let's go in a different direction. I'll just do my own store, DeVivo's Warehouse, and I'll just go out and start filling it with stuff that I come across. Your dad was quite the entrepreneur. And, and that was always his dream, truthfully, unfortunately, died early. Um, it was his dream to retire, make Tom and I work, and he would hang out on the weekends up at the flea market. Wow. Unfortunately, he never got a chance to do that. But that was his passion, and he would do all sorts of crazy things. I mean, he'd go down to New York City. Buy a, really? a, a, a carload of stuffed animals and and you know big grapes and giraffes and all sorts of you know um, trying to think of that raisin commercial. He had this six foot giant raisin. Wow! That, can you imagine him driving home with that <laughs> sticking out of the window? And you would do this a lot? <laughs> oh yeah, he'd go down there every By couple himself? weeks. And, no, he'd go down there with a bunch of old timers from Willimantic, guys like Doug Frazier and Eddie Costa. And I don't know if your dad ever made the trip down there, but a lot of just local people. I'm sure people. he did. He'd go down for a ride, and he'd go out there, and he'd buy merchandise down in Chinatown and just bring back all sorts of crazies. Your parents got to be so proud of what you and Tom and Gina and John and, uh, and what's Bridget doing these days? So Bridget's actually married. She's living out in Griswold, Connecticut, and she has three children, and uh, she's doing quite well. And what did she do? Uh, I think she retired, okay. actually. Yeah. Great. And we know John. Oh, I just saw Saturday yeah, night. Arbonne. I, <clears throat> excuse me, he's at Arbon Equipment Corporation, which is east or south Windsor, I always forget. But uh, I know Arbon. I met some of the people, including John and his lovely wife, Monica, were there Saturday night. We DJed an event at uh, Simsbury Inn. And uh, so, and, and Gina is, uh, I know she's on the board now with the Holy Family Home and Shelter, but yes. she's. What does she do for work? I she's, she's active in a lot of different community yeah. organizations. And right now, I believe she works for um, some form of un, uh, union organizer up at UConn. I'm not 100% sure of the title, but she's involved in that. Now, um, let's get back to, uh, as we continue to talk here with Tim DeVivo here, Tim DeVivo, we had Tom on, and John will probably be down the road, and who knows, probably Gene and exactly. Bridget, too. We got it, but... Uh, 
Let's talk about the Wyndham Golf Course. Tell us, uh, remind us again, what it was only a few years ago, how that all went down and how you got involved in wanting to purchase this. Tell us the story about how well, you became it's... owner of the Wyndham Golf Course. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> good. Hopefully Carrie's not listening. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So obviously Tom and I sold the business after, um, you know, a couple of years. We probably ran it together for almost... 28 years 28 and um you know at that point we were sort of looking for a second chapter in our lives and tom wanted to go more into the politics side and myself i you know i'm a couple years younger than him and i didn't really know what to do so we sold the business but i didn't want to stay working for the new company just because i wouldn't have sold the company if i wanted to stay working there and the golf course was up for sale and I was sort of thinking to myself, I live in Mansfield, and literally it was a 10-minute ride to the waste on the west side of town, and it's a 10-minute ride to the golf course on the east side of town. It's a sign. And I'm like, this is perfect. I could do something locally, still be active. You love golf, too, don't you? I'm not a, I do love golf. I, I've, got, I've become accustomed to it. Um, I've got some great friends that I play with a lot. Jamie Smart. Jamie Smart. Our mutual friends. Norm Allard. Uh, Norm Allard's taught me a lot about the game of golf and uh, you know how to be humble. And it is more, probably the most humbling sport out there. Just really uh, brings it to, to whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't swear in here. Matt, can we Oh, that's right. Matt, that? you can edit, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no throwing clubs or anything like that. I play with a bunch of great guys. And, you know, I, I saw that it was challenged and had been neglected for many years. And when I was growing up, my father was never into golf, and he sort of thought it was silly that you would go out and hit a little white ball while you could be working instead of playing golf. And so we, he just was never a member. And so I always thought it was private. And then it sold a few times, and I just thought it was a great opportunity to renovate it. And I saw some niches that I think the community is going to need, or I'm hoping they need. Is and I'm building a new driving range for those who go down Club Road. It's a new green it looks, building. Yeah, it's, it's going to be indoors. It's going to be completely high tech, and so it has a thing called Top Tracer. It's a software program that will actually track how you hit the ball, and even if you're not a golfer, it has games that you can just hit around on and uh i'll be able to serve food and liquor there really? and ice cream for kids oh my god when, when are you aiming for this so thing? if all goes well it'll probably be sometime in april beginning of may okay i'll really literally be waiting for the grass to grow on that one. oh i can't wait so for this every time i drive down almost, club road yeah it's almost completed i'm working with a local company zalotnik construction and uh, it's been a great progress, um, taking a little longer than I was used to. Are you happy with, uh, the, when was the purchase again, three years ago? Two years ago, actually, Two years coming ago. up February 1st. Do you wake up every day going, oh my God, I'm the owner of the Wyndham Golf Course? Come yes, on, it's got to be. Yes, but I thought today it would be like, oh, I get to sleep in, but I had stuff to do. <laughs> Always stuff to do. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But congratulations. That, so that's... at the end of the day, I, you know, I wanted a project that would keep me busy. I've still got a few good years left in me, and I don't want to just... You know, a lot of people talk about retiring, and you got to have something to do. Why not and, golf? Uh, golf, and I, I golf more. My wife's my new nickname is Golfy, according to Carrie. 
So I know we're running a little late here, but I got a couple man. I just got to squeeze in a couple more things here. So, what? Um, tell us quickly about the simulators, and then after the simulators, I want you to do uh, maybe some shout outs or people you want to thank uh, along that, that have really helped you along this journey. All right. So yeah, I bought, uh, I purchased some indoor golf simulators that we set up in the banquet hall during the winter times for those who might want to come in and practice or have a little party. You know. Bachelorette, bachelor party, whatever you Fairways might want. Fairways Bar Grill. Birthday uh, celebrations. And uh, it's actually pretty neat. And you stay dry and it's heated. And you can have fine food and beverages all day long. And, uh, you know, as far as a shout out there, obviously, I'd like to thank all the people of Willimantic. Um You know, I think the community, it's great. I mean, I'm very happy that we moved back here. And my wife and I decided to settle down in the in the surrounding communities get a lot of teasing from tom about living in mansfield but oh come on it's the end of the day <laughs> Tom and, tease, uh, he never teases <laughs> you know i mean just as far as you know the community in general you know a lot of good friends out there that uh you know we raised our children in here and whatever school system they went to just fantastic. Well, it's and, uh, uh, great to get you in here. I didn't think we're, it was a last-second thing, and we're glad you were able to make it. And congratulations and continued success over at the Wyndham Golf Course. And, of course, uh, and of course, Wyndham Golf Course, and, of course, there Fairways Bar and Grill. Uh, I want to thank Tim DeVivo for being in here, uh, owner of the Wyndham Golf Course, for Episode 51 of Hometown Threads. Uh, brought to you by Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM. Liberty and, Bank. <laughs> got their pen. That was it. me tapping. So, yeah. And Willimantic Today Facebook, Spectrum Channel 192. Thank you to J. Matt Rupar. And we'll see you next week at Hometown Threads. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And in the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.